0: As always, subscribe and click the notification bell on our YouTube channel. Be active on our Facebook group, East Coast Distressed Note Investing, and be sure to go to our website for all your note investing tools, resources, and available assets. If you have any questions, email us at tradedesk@jkpholdings.com. at
1: jkpholdings.com. You're not busy, are you, Dave?
0: no no not at, <laughs> not at all fourth quarter just blew up Whoa. okay let me know the, the what we do and how we set things up i like the stuff you could
1: sure yeah so um i had a question actually because we were i was looking at your website richard and and um kind of looking at that are are you looking to do like a demo or we just want to talk about
2: what do you guys what what do you guys do for for me my perspective um i think i've got a great product to offer i don't do a very good job of marketing so hanging out with guys like you and just talking about what the software does and answering questions tends to go pretty well okay Um, so but i can do a demo we can walk through the site a little bit we can kind of go whichever way you guys think is most effective and best for your your uh your audience
1: okay um maybe be, be ready for it we'll see yeah. um we'll get started though uh dave and i'll just kind of banter a little bit and just t- kind of talk about uh, a few things catch up and then uh, we'll have you introduce yourself and kind of tell us you know your background where you came from Sounds and great. what you're doing awesome very good where are you coming in from
2: we're in california
1: okay okay
2: and you guys are back east right
1: yeah yeah dave's in jersey and i'm up uh, i'm up in canada in montreal nice yeah
2: Getting a, a white winter yet?
1: You know what? We just lost all of it. We had uh, we had half an inch on the ground, and then yesterday it warmed up and rained and took oh. it all away.
2: All right. We haven't seen hardly any this year. No, no snow at all and hardly any rain. We had one storm. Yeah. Crazy times. So when we're done,
0: um, we'll, what we'll do is we'll kind of disconnect from the group. But we'll continue reconnecting after, after talk afterwards kind of thing. So it allows us to kind of recap, ask questions, follow up with some stuff. Sounds Before good. I would probably we're gonna like say like Nathan said, we're a banter, but I would say is that once that's set up, um, and we'll post questions in the chat and we'll kind of feed them to you. Um, but once we get going, we're gonna say, hey, how'd you get the notes? How'd you get started? Yeah. Um, those kind of general questions
2: sure. love it yeah um
0: and then we'll get into like what problem did you solve right? right that's the big thing is what problem did you solve because why why does anyone need this right and right. what type of person needs this is it everybody is it some people that's Those great. people who may not feel it needed what can they benefit from it yeah. and those are of course brand new why that's right? great right. questions
2: those are great questions love it
0: was setting up all our Facebook feeds Could we feed a couple different things and I was trying to set up a nice little new way of looking and it spent way too many hours this morning doing it. And I shouldn't do that. So, um, okay, So this is good.
3: That's streaming, Add streaming.
0: Just make sure you got to turn on the screen share because I don't know if you're going to show slides. If you don't, that's fine.
2: I can do either slides or live off the website. Usually I just show the website and just kind of walk through it a
0: little bit. Yeah, so do you want us to do that or do you want to do it? I'm going to set it up that you can share as well.
2: I think it generally works better if I walk through it.
0: Yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's even better. Um,
2: Good.
1: good. In general, it's pretty informal. We'll just kind of chat. Yeah. Love it.
0: Why don't you test to make sure you can screen share in case there's any problems? All
2: right. Screen share. Screen one. You should see my screen.
3: Yeah, there we go. Beautiful.
0: You're on a PC. Just if you want to, just so you can hide things, you can hit F11, do a full screen if you want to. Is it F11 still?
2: F5. Actually, F1 went full screen. Yeah, and F5 so I'm just
0: kind of hides things or whatever. So looks good. So you could, if you want to, the delay is a few seconds on Facebook. Um, but if you want to see what we're kind of doing, that's fine. If not, um, That's fine too, so.
2: Sorry, you were saying I could go on Facebook and-
0: So in our Facebook group and my page, we're gonna stream the bolts simultaneously.
2: Oh yeah, okay.
0: What we do is we capture, I will capture the chat and everything else that's going on with it. Nice. Um, So I, I use OBS and I was trying to make a nice little display and I should have paid someone $15 and decided I can do this. And then two and a half hours later, I said, this is stupid. so making nice boxes, put a nice deco. And I'm like, I'm putting a lot more effort than I should in this thing. So I moved my desk around, so i lost my second monitor. I got to put that back up. Oh, no. So I have, I fixed my laptop, which is a good thing. So that's good. I, nice problem with it,
1: so. I can't even survive without the second monitor anymore. Oh,
0: no. well, I know. Well, I have my laptop here. And yeah. my monitor here, and then I, I'll be using my wife's laptop to my computer's so having a problem. I found out that Chrome was killing my computer. So I had like reset Chrome uh, completely. Okay. Where I couldn't stream or do anything from hmm. my computer. I couldn't run Zoom and OBS at the same time, all that stuff, so. And OBS, Richard, if you ever want to, they, there's a multi-streaming feature of it. They use the plugin. So then you can use R, RTP, RTMP codes to stream right to wherever you want to linkedin's not a problem but and what we do in the beginning is we'll have about 30 seconds of like uh like like a minute intro to kind of let people get into it and all that stuff but um, making sure that works
3: about probably about 20 seconds delay, so. Awesome. It's fine. Yes. You're so right. going now. Of course, I the answer to it. New request for Facebook. Let's try again. (coughs) gotta love technology right and we're gonna go in 10 six
0: five. hey everybody dave puts here from jkb holdings alongside me mr nathan turner good day hello hello gorgeous day in the afternoon we've been hitting 50 and 60 out here in jersey it's been uh been fabulous i would say um i think for us it's a nice change but december's on its way how are things up there
1: we actually we we got that same warm spell but for me it's disaster we had about a half an inch of snow on the ground and, oh. and we lost it all yesterday so it's all gone oh, the ski hills God. out making snow still though so they actually opened two days ago on the first so uh looking forward to hitting the hill here next yeah. week
0: cool um do you snowboard a lot or ski a lot or
1: i snowboard yeah so i get it i've had seasons pass forever but so i go uh usually it's really fun actually i'll go first thing in the morning go on the hill for an hour or so get all the fresh stuff before everyone gets tracked out and then yeah. uh, come back i'm in the office by 10 10:30, and nobody knows the difference
0: nice <laughs> nice so I know up there you guys get cold and cold or whatever, but right now you guys are probably in the warmest time you've been in a while. Does that make it difficult for in our investing world to like not want to go outside with the kids and enjoy like just that extended fall?
1: Yeah, the extended fall was really nice. Uh, It was interesting. It was a little bit weird because uh, because of the extended fall, we also had later colors. Mm. <clears throat> which is something we noticed. We go to the hill here often enough, and and uh, took some friends out, and it was second week in October, mm. uh, but the leaves hadn't even started changing yet, wow. uh, or middle of October somewhere in there, and and uh, hardly anything. But but uh, the year previous, most everything was already done by that time. So it's interesting. It's weird to see how even just a few weeks makes a difference.
0: Cool. So fourth quarter has. I don't know about you, my man, when you get a chance to talk too much before this, just came like a storm. Um, between deals, I know a lot of people were excited with the 903 assets. We've had tapes thrown at us, deals accepted, things are just abnormal. How has it been for you?
1: Yeah, same. I've got a bunch of uh, new tapes that I wasn't necessarily expecting. I, I, yes and no, <clears throat> just because it is fourth quarter. We see that a lot, uh, so that's it's fun to see. Uh, trying to get all the money together, I can to make some purchases here.
0: <laughs> get our money flowing.
1: Yeah. It's
0: interesting because you know all year has been kind of a weird situation, and deals being accepted right now. People are trying to get things off the book. We end of the year, we got to leverage that, right? If they want yeah. that off the books, we got to make sure it works for us. But that also means my little segue here. That means you got to maintain what you have going on to make sure it's stable, or everything's the eyes are dying, teeth are crossed as much as possible. So you can make that transition and focus on new purchases.
1: Yeah, I, I noticed, and I wonder about you because uh, you you don't do this full time. So I think you're probably even more so than me, but I could get up to about 20 notes, not so bad. I could do that, no problem. By the time I was up to about 50 notes, I didn't have any kind of CRM, any kind of tracking tool or anything. <laughs> And it was chaos. Like it was, yeah. I could barely manage everything. I had, you know, spreadsheets with color coding. So red is like, I got to do something about it immediately. And orange is, it's, you know, urgent, but not pressing. And, you know, it was crazy. And so uh, I finally got myself a, a, a CRM tool, something that helps me organize everything. And, and now it's a breeze.
0: And, but the problem is when you get to CRMs, you don't know what is good, what's not good, what's struggle, And your CRM is not what you do. You're an investor. That's it. So it's, it's interesting that we struggle with understanding this stuff because at the end of the day, we don't know what, what works, what doesn't work, what is for us, what's not for us. And I think that as investors, we figure we make it a lot too often because without it, what do we do?
1: Right? Yeah. Well, and even five years ago, there were no note-specific platforms. They just didn't exist. It, it's too new of a of a of a world to have yeah. somebody build a system.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's been you know systems you build over time, and you kind of say, "Listen, if I restarted, I would do something completely different." Yeah. Um, and there's sometimes where you get a product that you come in that reaches their shows. That it's like, "Whoa, I should look into this as an investor." I've been doing certain way for so long, this makes it 10 times easier. So, right. without further ado, Richard, welcome on our Friday call. I appreciate hey. you jumping in here and joining us as other fellow note investors that are watching intently. Can you share a little bit about who you are, where you came from, how did you get involved with notes, a little bit of your background?
2: sure awesome thanks for having me on guys really appreciate it okay. and i totally felt your pain regarding having the right systems in place as i was trying to scale my note business i started in note investing about four years ago uh came from big corporate uh corporate world uh software engineering background um still have a day job um but decided i wanted to get in the notes to augment my retirement and try to get out of the, the corporate world a little bit earlier Mm-hmm. right um i knew when i started that i was going to try to go after quite a few notes and i, I had a yeah. lot of friends with money and so i wasn't going to just be happy with two or three notes um it was funny i bought my first one uh, about four years ago i still can tell you the number of square feet the address of the place the borrower's <laughs> last name i can tell you everything about that asset i don't need any information systems in order to keep track of that particular note yeah. i just yeah. know it like back in my head yeah. back back in my hand but as i was starting to scale i, I quickly saw that i was going to need a good system to be able to keep track of things so i started building one and i, I started with a, a, a baseline crm called zoho um, it got that up and running had a full system up and running on that and uh, i was talking with some node investors who were more into this, more in the environment than i was and they said they were using podio and that that was a much more extensible uh, broader system uh, with lots of different capabilities So I switched everything over to Podio about three and a half years ago, and I've been on that platform ever since. Um, I decided I was in a note conference, uh, uh, Eddie Speed's note conference, uh, about three and a half years ago or so, and he broke us all up into these different tables, 10 people on each table and said, go talk about what problems you're having in a group and then come back and tell Mm -hmm. all of us as a group, report out how things are going and where you guys think your biggest challenges are. And over and over and over again, what everybody was talking about, anybody who had more than one or two notes, what they were talking about was I just got too much going on it's chaos and I'm not making good decisions. And this business is about making money move fast. It's about velocity of money. It's how you make money, right? And I'm bogged down in all these dumb little things and chasing things around and looking the same information up 14 times a week. I'm just wasting time and not efficient. And I thought, that's weird. How come they're having these problems? It's not that hard. And then I remembered. Oh yeah, whoops! I've got this CRM that I'm using. I've got this whole solution that I built. Why don't I find a way to make it available for everybody else? Yeah. That's that's kind of what got me started. So what is Podio? Podio is a workflow management solution. Basically, a, a website on your cell phone or on your on your laptop or your desktop, whatever, where you can go in there and you can customize forms to match the scenario that you're working. If you're selling cars, you can have a car form. If you're buying and selling notes, you can have a note form and so on and so forth. And you basically can build up a business a business management system that allows you to manage your workflows, right? And so I spent hundreds of hours building up that workflow, uh, putting automation in place to be able to scrape service websites and pull their information down so I don't have to go to their websites and get their information generating documents, automatically generating the mortgage and the launch and, you know, assignments and all those different things, uh, doing right signature, automating all that stuff so that people don't have to go. I don't have to go out and use four or five or six different software packages to get my day job done. I'm not bouncing around in 14 spreadsheets and, you know, sticky notes and going to my fireproof safe to find some information. I've got everything right there with me. Yeah.
1: That's really interesting. So is your system now, then, is it based off of Podio, or is it yeah. from ground up?
2: Yeah. I've debated on walking away from Podio, but the reality is Podio is owned by Citrix. They've got an uptime that's amazing. Their, their servers are super high robust. They've got mm-hmm. great backup systems in place. There's you know a ton of stability that comes with relying on a third party for all that infrastructure. And then all I do is put on front of that a note user, a user front end for the node environment and then all the back end automation to be able to move data around and make things available quickly for all of us.
1: That's really interesting.
0: So with, with, with that, so if you're basic beginner note investor, what are some of the things you learned over time that was difficult to maintain in some of the things that you struggle with where you just. You hit your head against the wall or you heard other people like us say, I struggle with this.
3: Yeah.
2: What are
0: some things you struggle with in the beginning that this system kind of helped you
2: manage? Yeah, it's a good question. So um, uh, the, the, I, I really do believe my, soft, my system, a, a system is necessary when you get beyond a few notes. If you're just going to own one or two notes, you can do that in your head because, you know, things are pretty simple and you just know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. As you start to get beyond three or four or five, you start losing track of who the contractor was on that asset. Who's the servicer? Who's who's the lawnmower? You know, because these notes don't just stay um, unless you, unless you're lucky. They don't just stay performing and the servicer takes care of everything for you. Right. Um, and even in my and also then if you believe that making money in this business is about moving your money through it. Right. And not just sitting on it long term, sitting on a pile of performing notes that are just paying. That's one piece of the business model here. But if you believe it's about moving notes, then you get into the you, you have a lot of delays and every delay costs you basically time, which costs you money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if a servicer puts a note in the portal and you don't see it for 45 days, mm-hmm. you just lost all that time. Yeah. If you don't see it for 10 days. Is it that big a deal? I don't know, right? So I yeah. my system, my system pulls that data down automatically every day and notifies me when there's a change. So I know right away when something's changed, I can go in and keep that thing moving. Same thing's true with law law firms and people like that. Every all of the people that we work with that we expect to manage our business for us, right? Yeah. Need to be poked. They don't do it for us yeah. out of the goodness of their heart, right? They need us to go and ask them how things are going. And so keeping track of What's important and what's coming up next is critical.
0: Yeah. And I think you're a good point. We have to manage our managers, right? We have to manage yeah. our servicers, manage our attorneys, follow up with attorneys. Yeah. And it's nothing doing on our purpose, it's just what it is. It's just yeah. the system. It, you know, we work harder for our assets than anyone else.
2: Absolutely. Right. right.
0: So we ask, like, who's your best servicer in one of the groups? And it's like, it depends. And, it, yeah. you know, it's like when you get started, you hate the word depends. And then when you get involved, you say, I understand why it depends now. Because yeah. it comes down to it, it's really about you know what works for you. What What do you have to manage? There are services out there that will do everything for you, but you still have to maintain what they do.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Your attorneys are just as good as you are, and the problem is if you don't catch up. Hey, and a lot of people say, "Listen, how do I feel bad about reaching out to my attorney, and reminding them?" Just say, "Hey, listen, I'm just looking to follow up." So these systems. As Nathan said before, when you get a ton of assets or even a ton of problems on a deal, yeah, you need something to tell you this deal has this coming up and when. That's and right. Almost a to-do list, but also okay. know who you reach out to. What email was it? Thread was it in? Right. As we all know, if you email reply to the wrong thread, it can get lost easily. Right. So let's do ourselves a favor here. You know, so back up. We work with Podio, it's an online system, right? So you you can get on your phone, you can get on your computer, you can get anywhere you want to get it to.
2: That's right, yeah.
0: And then the system allows you to upload these assets, which is all confidential, right? That's correct, yeah. when we got into it, is it something that is cookie cutter, it's clear, or are you able to kind of manipulate things and
2: change things and and adapt things to what fits you? That's a great question, yeah. So um, I I find there's two primary classes of folks in this space there are the tinkerers like myself who love to go muck with everything and change everything and have exactly the fields i want and exactly the spots i want and i'll invest lots of hours in that kind of activity right Mm -hmm. when i'm doing that of course i'm not making money right but there are people like me that love to tinker and then there's the folks that just want to make money and they want to they want to run deals and they want to talk to people and they want to they want to have velocity of money those folks shouldn't be wasting their time with podio or active you know acuity center or or Salesforce or whatever pick the CRM of your of your flavor they shouldn't be wasting time fine-tuning a CRM they should just go buy one use something that's off the shelf and now yeah. like like Nathan was saying earlier three or four years ago there wasn't any software out yeah. there for node investors there was a couple of really big packages if you were a big boy you could get some yes. really fancy stuff but there was nothing on you know 20 30 40 bucks a month nothing like that existed back then yeah. right and so with that low end price point and keeping it really simple, the average investor can get in, get their data done, and then go off and hang out with their family or go, go mountain bike riding or go do whatever else that they wanted to go do. And they're not wasting time also building out a CRM. Cause we can all do it, right? Most of us are engineers that come into the note business because we have this mental you know, att- ability to attack problems, right? But is that the right space for you to apply your time? I think is the question I ask folks. If it is, great, go for it. If you want to go figure out how to automate CRMs, I'm all in, I'll help you figure it out. Yep.
1: So can you tell me what the difference, I, so I use Pipedrive, so I'm yeah. curious, what's the difference between Pipedrive and Podio?
2: There is no difference in any CRM there. It's which buttons are in which locations and how you use them. What, okay. what comes down, what it comes down to is how are you using the CRM, right? Okay. What features do you need and how easy can you put them in place? And then how much time do you have to invest to put those features in place? For example, if you wanted to send automated emails out of pipe drive or out of Podio, the baseline system doesn't support that, but you can build up around it and you can package everything together and you can make it send emails or text messages or voicemails or letters or postcards. You can make it generate documents. You can make it connected to QuickBooks. You can You can hook all these things up however you want. Each mm-hmm. one of those activities takes you, pick a number, two to 20 hours, right? right. And that's time that we are spending tinkering instead of investing, right? Yeah. And so it's just a matter of what you enjoy doing, I think. because not, Nothing's wrong with Pipedrive. Nothing's wrong with Podio or Salesforce. They're all great systems.
1: But, but the one that you've done is built off of a system specifically for notes. And, and like you say, right. that's the problem with, with the Pipedrive or something like that. Um, I had to get help to get it set up because yeah. I don't know how to work it, and so I had right. a, a good friend of mine help me set it up, yeah.
2: And and you know, you probably spent a few hours and a few of his hours, and that's all yep. good, right? And you've got yep. something that's functional, and yeah. you have something that's really great, probably not. I mean, I don't know, I haven't seen your solution yet,
1: sure. Yeah. I've been
2: working on mine for four years, and I spend you know 40 hours a week on it. I'm always, I mean, it's fine tuned, it's awesome, but. Yeah. It's not necessary for the average investor. If you're doing more than 10, 10, or 15 notes, I think you should come look at what I'm doing and just see if it's better than what you got. I think mm-hmm. you'd be pretty pleasantly surprised. Um, that said, you know, I can build it, I can take this off a podium and I can go put it on pipe drive tomorrow. And you know, within a you know, a couple of weeks, I could have the same solution running on pipe drive. So That's
0: let's let's ask a question I know that I've been asked before. You know, we get an email in the system. Am I importing the information from the email to the system? How does that work for those people who are getting emails from all different fields and I gotta import it into it? Or is it actually integrated with your email that it tracks it because you're working inside the system?
2: Yeah, okay, so so email is an interesting topic, right? Um, I, I'm not a fan of putting email, following email into a website, right? Except Gmail is awesome at it. They've built an awesome website for managing email traffic and Outlook, you know, Microsoft Outlook has done a great job of managing email traffic, taking pipe drive or, or Salesforce or any other tools and trying to manage email through a tool that's not built for email to me is clunky at best. I've never seen a really p- pretty solution. There are guys out there that are doing a good job of it, but it's really hard. Um, what I do, um, I have two solutions prim- primarily. If I'm working on an asset, right? Um, I, and I want to send that, uh, I want to send the lawyer an email. Um, I go to my, my Outlook and I send them an email from there, right? If I want to have um, a dialogue with one of my Note customers, right? One of my um, Note uh, Note Rules customers, my software customers, I do that out of my help desk, which is another Podio workspace. And every all the dialogue with that person is through the Podio interface. There's an email button. I click on that. It sends them an email. The responses come back into the, into Podio. Everything's in and out of Podio. It's all managed nicely inside of there but that's a low volume email system right uh, if I want to do lawyers and lawnmowers and contractors and servicers and everything having all that funnel through an asset in Podio doesn't make a lot of sense it, it and pulling all those dialogues together into one long list is not a pretty way to do things it's much much better to have folders in Outlook or uh, flags in Gmail Right, and manage it inside of a, a high volume, well funded email system. That's my position. There mm-hmm. are those out there on, on uh, bigger pockets that say you have to use PipeDrive. It's got great email integration. The email integration is crap, right, compared with Gmail and Outlook, right? So, sorry, if you want crappy email systems, yeah, go use PipeDrive or Podio. They can do it. If you want good, high volume, easy to maintain and, and manage email, you just need to use a good email system. That's my, that's my thinking. Gotcha. I'm sure I pissed somebody off out there because <laughs> <laughs> never a pipe drive, but whatever. So when you're dealing with
0: an asset list, what happens to notify you that something's
2: due? Good question. How do you yeah. get notified? There's two primary ways I get messages out of Podio or out of note rules. Um, number one, let's say uh, David Putz pings me on an asset and, and I get that notification, um, on my phone, my phone will vibrate because the Podio app goes off, and I'll go look at it and I'll go, oh yeah, it's a message from, from David Putz. He wants me to get some information. I'll click on that, and I can go t- type in on that one, or I can run over to my computer if it's going to be a longer session, and I can do it over there as well. That's one set, one way that that messages or notifications come in. The other way, the other thing that I do, my my to-do list, if you will, my the my what do I need to work on right now? is just an ordered list of all of my assets. Let's say I've got 30 assets in my portfolio. It's an order list ordered by the next due date on each asset. Yeah. So today I'm working on 123 Main Street. I've got 15 minutes. I go in there, I check on the taxes, everything's good. And before I close the asset in my CRM, I just update two boxes. One is the next step what is the next thing I need to do on this thing? Two weeks from Tuesday, I need to contact Daniel Singer to find out what's going on with a lawyer. And I put the date in there two weeks from <laughs> Tuesday. Now, when I close that asset, when I come back tomorrow to look at my portfolio, that asset is down at the bottom of the list because it's not due for two and a half weeks. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to go figure out what's next on it. and. I don't know about you, my memory's not perfect. And when I get 30 assets, I don't know when the due dates are on each of those yeah. 30 assets.
3: Yeah. So
2: that simple step of just updating what's my next step and when is it due? Every time I touch an asset, I do that. And that way it's all, that list is always in an ordered list. And then I just check that. So okay. how do you handle
0: sourcing notes and stuff like that? You know, that's something that's to, you know, struggle for some people. How do you handle pay history and things like that? How is it integrating into the system?
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. It's a good question. So um, I have most of the major servicers integrated in. So SN, FCI, uh, NAM, uh, there's another big one. Um, Allied. Um, yep. They're all integrated in. Basically, you provide your login and in- credential information into the system. It's all password protected. It then goes out to the site, pulls the information down, I pull down all the current collateral information around pay history and uh, comments and unpaid balance, those, those that values, pull them down and it all gets put into the same form with your asset. So in the asset form, you have all your That's different true. fields regarding the asset, but in there, there's, I, um, by default, I pull the last six comments and the last six payments. And so if we can pull more than that, you just change a value, but by default, I pull six. And so you can quickly glance at it and you can see, okay, the last payment came in, it was November 1st, Today's the 3rd of, of December. Okay, fine. It's probably not quite due yet, right? But then when that payment comes in tomorrow, you're going to get a notification on your phone saying payment came in on 123 Main Street. So you know things are up to date, right? Because okay. it's pulling that information daily for you. Um, same thing on the comments. When the servicer goes out and says, hey, taxes are due and you're, you're getting close to the delinquent date, what do you want to do about that? When they put that comment in once a day, you're going to get a notification that that comment was put in and there's something to go do at the servicer. So does it
0: tell when something's due? Like if a server's server are making make a comment, you never know if it's something you have to do or just data. Does it ping you every time a service note pops up? How does that work?
2: So yeah, so um, much like we all have iPhones or Android, right? Uh, we have these apps on our phone, right? And each one's got a little number on the top right corner that shows you how many things are due, right? Yeah. You can ignore those or you can keep them wiped out or any, anywhere in between, right? Podio's app is no different on the phone, your phone and on the desktop or on, the, on, on your browser, there's a little icon in the top right corner that shows you how many notifications you have. And gotcha. for me, when I'm active in my business and I'm trying to get a lot done, I watch that little indicator. And when it goes off, I will glance at it to see what, when, what happened. If I ignore it, I miss all the notifications, that's fine. I can go back and look at it two weeks from Tuesday when I'm ready to work on the business again. Okay. But that's basically what's happening is those indicators are going off, there's a long list of notifications. I can clean them all out when I'm done with them, or I, and I can keep track of them when I wanna stay on top of it. Cool. So I'm just gonna
0: copy some comments and your questions. So I, I think it would be really good if you can kind of show um, yeah. some of the system features. Um, as Cindy asked a question regarding, you know, how does this compare to a uh, program call really flow um, and whatnot? So if you could, could you share your screen, show us a little bit yeah, more of about course. what Awesome. Um,
2: Yeah, and we can do a side-by-side comparison of different software out there. Um, I've gone and looked at all the different packages that are out there, the the different CRMs that are available. You guys able to see my screen here? Not yet. Uh, Oops, I didn't hit share. That's why. There it is. All right. So um, uh, all the CRMs have the basic capability of creating forms, and then organizing forms and linking forms together. That's basically what a CRM does. And then a lot of them, you add email and messaging and other things like that on top of it to be able to give you more features. And then you can keep going from there. What this form here is an asset form. This is basically an asset is a note or a rental or a, a, a private, private money loan, right? An asset is a, a real estate related item. And most of the fields in here apply to most of the different types of assets. The first field is the address, because with real estate, we care about the location of the property, right? So simple little address. Um, I have a little bit of summary information here at the top that basically is summarizing a lot of the fields down lower in the form. And these are the fields that people give me feedback that they want to have at the top. They don't want to have to scan down the form to find them, right? So what kind of note is it? What's the loan number? What what, what position is the lien? What's the current P&I? What stage is the asset in? When did I purchase it? Who's the borrower? Uh, who's the, who was the investor on the asset? Um, who's the servicer? When was the last payment received and how much was it? And then what's the current unpaid balance, right? This is all updated automatically on every asset. Once you get your initial data in and you hook up the servicing data, all the fields are updated for you. Cool. So, you know, I've got a picture of the asset. Of course, you can have more than one. Here's my next step in due date, right? The concept I was talking about earlier you just come in here and say, you know, um, next step is uh, talk with um servicer. Uh, let's talk with the uh, the, the legal, talk with legal about foreclosure options. and we'll say we'll come back in here. We don't we're gonna be out through Christmas, we'll come and ping them on the sixth of January. Right, so just something along like that. Now, when I close this, the sorted list January sixth is going to be below the next item due, and it'll just when January comes along, January second, I'm done with holidays. I'll come in here and look at this, and I'll go, oh, okay, this guy's due January sixth. I better go take a look and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Right, and you get some basic information. Right, you everything you're going to see in this form is just stuff that, of course, a note investor would want to have at their fingertips when they're thinking about their notes. Right, it took me five to 10 minutes per asset to plug this information in. If I've got more than a few assets, then I'll upload a spreadsheet, pull the whole tape in all at one shot, right? But once the information's in there, I don't have to go out and look for it. I can click on the asset, I can drop right in and find exactly what I'm looking for. It's organized like you might expect. There's information about the note, information about the asset, Um, information about the you know who owns it right which entity did you use to purchase it that's important because later on we're going to be able to run reports and see this entity has 14 assets and they've got a half a million dollars invested this Mm -hmm. entity's got three assets with 200,000 invested right and we can then figure out you know ROI and we can look at you know uh, profit and loss things like that once we have that information sorted by entity we also I like to keep track sorry go ahead that's cool.
0: That's great. Cause the last thing when we report and it's sometimes just too difficult because
2: you put the information in all different areas and they're all in different spreadsheets, right? Yeah. I got this entity's assets over here in this spreadsheet and right. I bought some notes with my mom. I got these assets over here in this spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy Bob yeah. bought two partials and they got those notes over here in this oh spreadsheet. God. Oh my God. Which spreadsheet with, note, with John's notes in? Yeah. Duck, right? All right. Um, so CRM is just so whatever CRM you choose to use in this business, you know, you're gonna. This is a beautiful part of it. It links everything together and makes it really easy. If I wanted to come over here and look at Big Investor, I don't have to go out and go find a spreadsheet with Big Investor's name in it. I can click on Big Investor here, and it'll bring me over to their contact information. Of course, you can see it's a dummy, dummy investor, so there's no information on it. But there could have been the phone number, the email, you know, whatever it was. I wanted to do. Yeah. I could also email that. Um, that contact right from here. If I wanted to, of course, there's no email address, so that won't work in this particular dumb example. Sure. Um, but you get the idea, right? It's that quick.
0: So, as Cindy asked, what would you say this comparison really flow? What do you see that's something that you didn't see in Really Flow that you reason you built it? And we often do that. We build things because we don't see it anywhere else.
2: Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I don't, I don't think I've used really flow. I've not heard of that one. I mean, I've looked at a lot of different CRMs, um, yeah. uh, be happy to, to do a side-by-side if someone wants to schedule some time with me, we could yeah, put them up on side and look at them side yeah. by side and figure out pros and cons. Sure.
0: So but- you've been using the system regularly in your space to maintain all your assets. And I think to me, there's a lot of people walking in the space who are software developers um, Encoders yeah. and, and, and so that, but they they lose the feature of being the investor, and I I, right. I, I struggle because that doesn't make sense to me sometimes. Because you're constantly trying to catch up to what someone else showed you, because yeah. oh you need this, okay I'll go add that. Versus yeah. I need this, I'm going to adapt it to do what I need, and yeah. you build it first to solve your problems versus mm-hmm. trying to build something to solve everyone else's issues. Right, and we build our portal, right, our, our JKB portal, a due diligence portal, to scrape and get data for that same reason, right? We talked, right. Richard. We talked a couple weeks ago, is that we both did this not for the idea of we're going to make it public, but to right. make our business easier, that's right? Yeah, right. And it's like people saying, "Well, I don't have a system like this," and that's when you both and i talked about. We said we should make this more public version of it, that's right? right. So we that's came right. out with our due diligence for that same idea that people have no way to get data. Some people have no way to maintain their assets. And as they grow, they're not in the space of CRMs and maintains stuff. they want to do an investment and that's all they want to get into. Right. And they now I need something even just as automated to just take that off their hands.
2: That's right. Yeah, so um, I agree with everything you said there. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't disparage anybody who says, Hey, I just want to make it custom. Hey, great. I'm, I'm that guy. I, I like to go tweak the system and make it better. Right. And if that's you, don't, don't think that I'm saying you should use my system because that's the wrong answer. Right. If you, I'd be happy to sell you my system and you can go customize the crap out of it and make it better. And all that I don't, I'm, I'm not married to the way I've done it. I've just done it to make it easy. And now I'm making it available to others. So they don't have to waste their time investing in tinkering if they don't want to. Yeah.
1: Could somebody take the one that you've tinkered and further tinker it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
2: Look at that. Yeah,
1: yeah. the downside will be if you
2: go in here and delete the payment history field or yeah. delete the service or comments field, guess what? The automation is not gonna find that field and it's not gonna push the payment history back, right? right? So yeah, you, you're you welcome to take my solution and start tinkering with it and change it any way you want. I've got people that call me and they tell me, yeah, I just broke everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Now I have to figure out if I'm going to invest a couple hours to figure out what you broke and why and, and how to yeah. help you fix it. My preference One of the is to- things that we 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 struggle with is this idea of
0: we need to make sure our system's built to be able to get servers of data, right? The pay history, the ner- notes that we have not on the asset. I love the fact payment issues involved in this because you need to know this if you're going to try selling the asset or running any kind of data on the asset. That's yeah. immediate knowledge that you need to know about, right? Well, so I think for me, that feature right there is worthwhile.
2: Yeah. Well, and and and, and I, I'm not going to go through all the different features. I've got um, one of my one of my uh, big customers asked me to put together a tape generator. So basically he hits a button in his system and it generates the tape of all the assets. He, he sells a lot of assets every day, right? So um, he basically hits it, marks the assets that are for sale, hits the sell button and it, it kicks out a tape, which then he sends off to his investors, right? So um, that's, again, you can do that out of any CRM. You can do that manually. You can export everything into Excel and then you can delete all the columns and format everything. Why not take something that's already functional if you don't want to invest that time yourself? Yeah. So
0: Nathan, I know you use pipe drive. We built our own stuff internally. How is, you know, what are some things in pipe drive that you don't, that they're not in pipe drive that you see here that's something beneficial?
1: I, I don't keep track of the pay history like this. I think that's a great feature. Um, mostly though, that may be something I want to incorporate going forward. Mostly up until now, um, for the pay history, I'm not keeping too close tabs on it because I'm not holding it long-term. Yeah. So I would have it performing for a few months and then resell it out. So I wasn't okay. really concerned if it performed for 12 months because I didn't own it for 12 months. Yeah, and it
2: kind of depends on how, how twitchy you are for your business, right? If you want to yeah. know what's happening right away, it's nice to get notified every day that something changed. If him payment came in, payment didn't come in, right? To have for that sure. knowledge. But, but that, again, depends on how fast response you are on the business. If you don't really care and letting it sit and ride for a few months and then yeah. you go check on it, then you don't you don't need, you can just check on it when you go to the service or site. So
1: how, how do you break this out? Um, can, let's go back to like the assets tab um, just to see kind of a will that give us a summary of the different assets? So
2: the first view is the, um, uh, the uh, first the, we, could, we could actually go to a different space go to my business. Okay, So you'll see my business live here. Um, so the high level front page summary will give us um, how many assets I have, how much yeah. money is invested with each which LLC that's running that's owning the business. You can see Keen Funding is my biggest LLC right now. Um, I've got a lot of money pulled out right now waiting for the crash that doesn't seem to want to happen, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm ready to, ready to reinvest. Um, mm-hmm. If we look at just the assets view, let's say we wanna dig in and manage my portfolio. We'll come over here and we'll see uh, probably that I'm a little delinquent. Yeah, what is December 3rd? I'm a little delinquent in following up on my assets. Um, things are pretty stable, um, but you can come in here and you can see they're ordered by date. So Elkhart, I needed to check the listing on Paperstack. I was selling this property on Paperstack. You need mm-hmm. to check the listing October 20th, right? Damon Avenue also check listing on Paperstack um chino valley i need to contact the servicer um this is a performing loan everything's running great this is just the high level summary of the assets i can see this quickly and um, when i'm in there you know high twitch mode and making changes on a regular basis on my assets this is, this table is where i spend most of my time i click on each one of these assets and work my way through
1: oh, that's very cool and then for the any emails that have come in on this you say you keep that separate so if it's gmail or outlook or whatever yeah so and then um, you make notes in here
2: so I, I so I sorry you asked about emails and then notes you mean you mean comments
1: comments so, yeah
2: okay yeah so absolutely so um the comment section over here on the right um will show the timestamp and who made the comment the timestamp that it was made right so I can see quickly Uh, who's in here making comments, who's making changes. You can see next step and follow-up data has changed pretty frequently for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see I'm Mr. Systems in here. Um, And then you'll see uh, John Bork, who's my LLC partner on this asset. Um, And you'll see my wife, Christine Harvey in here. And you can just see we're going back and forth on different things that are happening. Here's a comment that he made April, 2020, right? And so, this allows us a running history of what's happening. I'm not clogging yeah. the form up over here with the with the details on it, but here's my running history on what happened on the asset over time. Okay. If I wanted to, wanted to um, send an email, it's as simple as clicking this email button. It'll pop up a form, and I can draft an email out. Um, the um, comments, though, so this is the primary method for storing comments. It's all over here in this this window over here, and you okay. just type in, you know. Um. This is a comment, right? Yeah. And hit enter. I'm not going to do it since it's my live site. Sure. Um. But that's the basic. That's. I think. that I answer your question there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
0: So you also talk about accounting, right? How was accounting put into the system to kind of run numbers later?
2: Accounting, like like bookkeeping. Yeah, bookkeeping. Is it mm-hmm. entered to here? Yeah. No. I um. Hmm. I spent a lot of time working on integration with QuickBooks and uh, another uh, accounting package. At the end of the day, I think the value, accounting is a complex topic. Yes. It's non-trivial double entry accounting, right? The accountants think it's easy, but for most of us, it's not so easy, right? Um, I decided not to track accounting information in the system here. I I I use QuickBooks. My accountants take care of all that stuff. I update my bank statements and my my QuickBooks uh, online portfolio monthly, and everything else just flows through that set of software. It's good
0: that you say that because I've seen a lot of programs out there that try and degree counting into it, and it really doesn't do justice because your QuickBooks is not a simple, easy program that can be developed. It's a it looks nice and pretty, right? But it's yeah. not as simple as when book makes it out to you. Right. Plugging into a pro- program like this, that's not built to do that, right? It's a CRM. It's not built to do what accounting features right. are. you got to let the email do the email job, let the accounting do the QuickBooks job and let
2: the CRM do the CRM job. That's right. right. Now we can do reports, right? And we, yep. can, um, we can run automated reports, extract data out of QuickBooks, extract data out of the servicing site, mash it all together and have a page that's got a bunch of pretty charts on it. If a vet, if a customer wants that, I could probably put that together in three or four hours. I typically charge hundred bucks an hour to do custom work like that. No problem. That's easy enough to do. I don't have a standard offering that just I I've, I've backed away honestly from QuickBooks just because it, that is an amazing tool and I pay my my accountant a lot of money to keep it and keep it up to date. Yeah. Right? Um, not so much these days because I don't have that many assets. But when I had a lot of assets running, that was you know that's their day job. It's what they're good at. Why would I reproduce that here? Now I've seen guys try and I've seen some, some decent hacks at it, but yeah.
1: You're right. no, I agree. I, I keep it totally separate. So I've got, like you say, CRM is, is what I'm doing every day, all day, the accounting. Uh, if I'm doing it right, I don't ever see it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can't stand accounting. I'd rather have yeah. needles and, in my feet. <laughs> and you can
2: pull up your profit and loss statement in QuickBooks, right? Your balance sheet. That's it. Quick. You can scan through it. You can figure out what's going on. If somebody wants me to extract that and shove that into Podio in a form, no problem. I can stick a picture in there, you sure. know, pretty quick. Um, but again, that's just that's just customization. It's easy enough to do. Yeah, but I agree. They're they're two separate
1: animals, so treat them separate.
0: So I know that you know a lot of people are going to start asking about pricing and whatnot. Um, and you know, it's hard to come up with a price that makes sense for everybody. I understand, right? But
2: pricing is really straightforward. Yeah, what would people
0: expect with pricing here? And can you break down why what what each package offers?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, I try to make this really simple. So um, I'm not into, I've got a day job. I make good money. My note business makes me good money. I'm not trying to make a fortune off of this software. If you go look at most CRMs out there, they're charging X amount per user, and they've got all these little fancy add-on fees. I don't have any of that. And maybe I should add that. Maybe I should try to be more greedy. But to me, it's not about that. To me, it's about sharing the information, making friends, right? Because at the yeah. end of the day, I make money by having great partnerships with you guys, not by um, trying to make 30, 40, 50 bucks a month off some software. And of course, right. if I had a thousand customers giving 50 grand a month, $50 a month, that's a nice profit. I could live yeah. with that, but I don't need $500 per customer. I don't need to make one dime everybody. So I've kept it really simple. Basically, if you're a new node investor and you've only got a couple assets, you don't pay me anything. Click on Get Starter. You don't put your credit card information and you get it downloaded on your system and you can start using it today. There's nothing stopping you from going out, logging and using it today. It's all free. It's all automated. Everything is easy. If you want to start putting your business in here, you're going to have more than three assets. I ask you to give me some compensation, right? 40 bucks a month is my lowest tier on that. Right. And it basically allows you to have an unlimited number of assets and companies and contacts and transactions and tasks and email management, but doesn't give you the service or integration uh, web capture, uh, lead capture off the websites, automated emails and text messages um, and partials management. Those features are not included in the essential package. So you brought some good stuff. What is the web lead capture, what is the automated
0: campaigns? Can we talk about this? And this is a really cool feature that a lot of us use different mail services to do for us.
2: Right, so we've all been to a website where there's a form that says, put your first and last name in your email address, your cell phone and submit, and we'll give you a free book, right? That's all this is, right? It basically in the CRM, there is a contacts app. Here's a contacts app right? That contacts app basically has a, a form that's exposed. You put that, that form code on your website, whatever your website is, right? If you don't have a website, you got to get one if you want to use this feature, right? And you put that form code up there as a couple of text sentences you give your web developer. And then a form pops up on your page. And that form's got the, the field that you want to see first and last name, email, whatever, right? And submit. When they hit submit, that then comes in and creates a contact in your CRM. Nothing yeah. fancy there, but it creates a contact in your CRM. The add-on that I put on that is if you specify, if you ask for that, you can have, a, have an automatic campaign run when the new person shows up. So a lot of my customers, they collect leads off their website. The leads come in and that person then automatically starts to get put on a drip campaign and they'll get an email once a week or once a day or whatever, whatever the frequency is that they've got set up. And it's their new lead capture campaign that gets them interested in whatever they're doing, selling notes, buying notes, whatever it is that they're trying to do. Um, uh, yeah. Jamie Gateman and Chris Seventy are using it for their, their uh, webcast. Uh, uh, Justin Bogart's using it for his webcast. Several folks are using it to automate their outreach. Uh, so let's, web-
0: let's back up because this is a different, not a different product, but it's the same product with a different feature on it, right? Yeah. So those people who are using you know, JetBlue or, you know, and MailChimp and, and yeah. all these other programs, you could remove that program from your service needs sure. and use this system, which sure. also has your assets in there That's right. and do what it is, right? That's right.
2: That's right. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to compete. Just like I'm not going to compete with QuickBooks, I'm not going to compete with MailChimp and ActiveCampaign and Salesforce yeah. on their high end, you know, heavily funded. Uh, email automation systems, right? This does basic automation, a series of up to 10 mails in one shot, you know, and you can specify how many days out each one goes and and who, which types of your, your contacts get them. It's a pretty robust system, but nowhere near the millions and millions of dollars that have been spent on making MailChimp and active campaign and those solutions. Great. If you need to have an email sent out. And then if they click on this link, send those 14 emails. And then if they do that, go over that direction. I don't have any of that built in. I've got a straight shot through sure. up, to 10, up to 10 messages, which works for most node investors right. that I know. Right. It's basic straight through email. Email or... Text so let's message. go back to the other features and see the additional things.
1: So that 10 emails per month?
2: Uh, no. So there's no limit on the number of months you send. So basically okay. the... If we look at how a campaign is configured, let me just go in real quick and show you how that's configured. So a campaign is uh, a couple of things. A campaign is a step, is a series of steps. So as as I have an app in here called a step, and basically um, you could have a step that is a, in this case, it's a text message. It's got this information, hi, first name, it's Justin, blah, 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 blah right? And that message is going to get sent out when the campaign runs that step. And so then if we look at campaigns, a campaign is just one or more steps. Um, and here's, a, here's an example of a, of a campaign that has one, two, three, no, just two, two steps. Step one fires on day zero, step two fires on day one. And so in this particular campaign, it looks like this is a new contact Campaign. When a new client contact comes in on the day, the day that they sign up, they get this first contact email, and um, and then on day two, on the day one after, right, they get a text message with additional follow up information. Yeah. Right. And so I we could do the same notice, thing. I did notice also,
0: besides email, SMS. Can yeah. you share a little bit about that? I know it's a, a feature that's not fully on it. You have to use additional services. But share a little bit about that feature too, which is also sure. tracking. People say, well, what do I need to know about in this space about, you know, text
2: messaging people? Yeah, yeah. But, text messaging is a big deal, right? So people, they, they say email is dying. I don't believe that. But, you know, of course, I'm an old dude. So maybe, maybe that's why I don't believe it. But um, yeah, uh, text message marketing is absolutely viable and is a way to get a hold of people. And and most people open their text messages. So it's, it's absolutely important. And we added it a couple of years ago. Um, we use Twilio as a service, right? So twilio.com is the service that we use. Any CRM can integrate with Twilio. So I'm not saying Podio is the only one to do it, right? Um, so I have basically put the automation in the background to be able to hook up to Twilio and send SMS messages. Um, as a customer, when you sign up with me and you want SMS, you, you, you request a phone number. I ask you what area code you want the messages to come from because I can't send them from your cell phone. They come from another phone number, which is nice. If you're in the note business, you probably don't want to give out your personal number anyway, right? So you get a number, let's say you're in the the, the 925 area code. Well, then I'll get you a phone number in the 925 area code and that's where your text messages will come from. Beyond that, you don't need to worry about it. The automation system runs. It sends the messages, either emails or text messages to the numbers or to the text message numbers that you asked for it to go to when they reply it goes back into the system. And so um, it goes back into their contact and notifies you that their contact made, made a reply. And so then uh, maybe I should show you an example. Let's do that real quick.
0: I'm sorry, I'm distracted. Someone's asking a comment, we'll follow up with a question. No, okay. So um, I'm just trying to get clarity on what the question is referring to as well. Sure.
2: All right, so here's my contact in this system, right? And so you can see I've been playing around with it over here. But um, let's say the automation ran and sends them an SMS. I can also just do it manually here. And my phone number is over here. Yep, it's going to go. So this will send a text message to the phone number of the contact, right? And That phone number happens to be mine. So my phone just went off and you probably can't see it, but it's there. And if I come in here and reply, that message is gonna come right back into the system, Um, usually within a couple of seconds. Um, But the, the, the dialogue all happens right here inside of the contact, right? If and when we were talking about campaigns a minute ago, if the campaign had sent a message out to Richard McGrew here, um, that why I haven't come back in yet, but um, uh, if the campaign had sent a message out and they replied, the reply would come back in here to their contact and I would get notified that 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 reply came in. That way I can come back in here and I can continue the dialogue just by typing SMS colon and sending another message to them. This allows me to stay engaged and keep all that contact information uh directly inside of the contact with them does that make sense yeah yeah that's so when smart.
0: they reply though just making sure to clarify they respond to the system or you also get it in the app or how does that work when if you were sending a message to me and i respond through the system they respond mm-hmm. back to that number how does the person you sent it get notified that i responded
2: so there's the response there. I just I just typed in reply on my phone so you can see the reply came back in. Yep. Um, and so this is so that gets sent
0: only to the app? Does that get sent to your uh, the notification? Does that get sent to your cell phone? Is like, hey, it I got gets, a message? It
2: gets sent to the platform. The platform then if I'm on the website, if I'm sitting here talking to you guys, I'm on the web, right. I will get a little indicator that fires off up here showing there's been a notification, a change. I can click on that, and I can find out what happened. Right in this case, it was somebody else, but because um, I've got so many contacts inside of inside of note rules inside of note rules in Podio, but um, I don't know if I'm answering your question. If my phone also vibrates every time a contact comes in, and so this basically I get notified both on my phone because I have the Podio app turned on and also notifications turned on. And I get notified if I'm on my browser because I have the browser notifications turned on within Podio.
1: Gotcha. That's pretty good. But the notification is just a general notification or or does it specify text?
2: So the notifications will look like this. So here's on the browser, you can see that this is a notification that Justin Bogard commented on a contact named Denise I probably shouldn't show that on the video here. Right. But the bottom line, these 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 notifications are always because I have so much going on in Podio, I get thousands of these notifications and I can turn them off, but I am working the business. So um, but the average investor, someone like Justin, he probably gets 10 or 15 notifications a day, depending on how active he's interacting with his his, uh, clients and outreach folks.
0: So, yeah. Awesome. So let's let's disconnect from the share screen Just going to talk a little bit more about this. Um, I think for me. That the the common investor says this is overwhelming for them, right? Um, One of the the common questions came back was: um, you know, someone was asking, Eric was asking about uh, API for this. I'm not sure what they would need. Why would they need an API? Because the API is already set up for this, right? I don't, I'm not sure. sure. Maybe I'm not understanding, but they said: you know, is there an API for this? I, I would you need an
2: API. Yeah, so let's talk about APIs. So for those of you that don't know what an API is, it's basically a programming interface, application programming interface. I use APIs all the time with Podio and other third parties. That's how I hook them all together. I'm a software guy, right? And whoever just asked you that question is a software nerd just like me, right? Um, if you're educated on how to use APIs and you want to use APIs to interact between Podio and/or servicing sites and/or whatever, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to sit down with you and figure out if there's some way we can work together. Um, I can tell you what I'm supporting and what I'm doing, and we can go back and forth. There are. A million options, and I have no idea which question you want me to answer, so I'm probably not. Yeah, going that's to okay.
0: To... I mean, I, you know, for those who are confused what API means, it's just basically an automated system that allows you to pull data and send data from one location to another, right? right? But this is more of a receiver of information versus a, a, a provider, right? It's not sending information out unless, I mean, maybe it exports data to a server, but usually, you know, that's what email does and whatnot. But, um, usually receives the information from all the different sources. So, yeah, absolutely. So, Eric, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, what you're looking for, maybe you more clarity. So reach out yeah. to Richard and ask questions. So this is awesome. So, Richard, I think that your system not only does certain small stuff, but it also does the bigger things And systems that allow people like us who were looking to do more networking and resources and server server data stuff like that, but also starts a beginner to say, listen, where's where do I have what information do I need to get started? You know, I need my service information. Okay, I need to get that information. Um, I need to know the UPB. It's asking me for it. I must need to know it for some reason. Yeah. Um, so the basics are, are are there, almost like a checklist.
2: And that's the nice thing about the, the asset form that's put together in the system, right? If it most likely the fields, I can tell you the fields that are there are the ones that folks have asked me to add. Mm-hmm. And then I've been negotiating for four years <laughs> on moving and adding, trying to make that form as simple yeah. as possible so that it can be filled out as quickly as possible, but have enough information so you're not always having to go back to that damn fireproof safe to find the asset file to find out what that value was, right? Yeah, and I know in the couple of months once our due diligence platform is built, we'll be
0: talking to Richard about how to import and get data from our system, um, which also use API, of course, um, and be gathering data and then send it to the system. Um, we'll be talking to Richard in the next few months once we get that up and running and get some um, stuff going on.
2: You know what? We, we didn't touch on document generation and then not many of your audience are probably that interested in this. But yeah. if you're buying and selling notes, you have to generate note, a launch and note and mortgage assignments and all those different things. Right. And you can do those. You can send those off to a service. And we all know guys that will do it for anywhere between 20 and 500 bucks a pop, depending on how, you know, how educated you are and how to find those folks. If you're doing it on a regular basis, you know, um, whatever that frequency is for you that becomes painful, it starts to get painful to wait for the guys to send you back the documents. It starts to get painful when they make a mistake, you gotta send it back and go back and forth. And so I put in automation to be able to generate those documents for you automatically. Now you have to give me the contracts, I'm not gonna give them to you, but once you give me the documents, I can have them put in the system. And then you literally click one button and the document gets generated for you. It gets generated as a PDF. At that point, you can send it off and and get it signed. Um, if there is demand, I have the right signature done. I have the integration with right signature completed. Um, I haven't rolled it out as a feature yet, uh, but it's pretty much done. I can use it myself. Um, so basically I can have have the document sent out to somebody, have them signed and, and passed back and now I have a legal signature just like DocuSign, right? Cool
0: nice.
2: So awesome. not many of.
0: So it's awesome that you feature, you know, there's a ton of features here, not just a simple CRM program, you have yeah. document creation, and that's good for personal sales, good for assignments, it's good for mm-hmm. anything, because once you get a system set up for a PDF, you can to be and create any document you want. That's right. Um, the SMS is awesome, right? If you're looking mm-hmm. to reach out to, don't reach out to borrowers with it, but you can reach out to different people, your, you know, colleagues of yours, um, email chains like that. Um, and I even thought about doing SMS for us because of the way we run our, our BPOs and how we change the way we do things. It's a feature I'm looking at doing, um, but it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I know, cool. I know that a lot of people are have a lot of questions. Um, I know that we're techie guys versus the other side of those who are, I think Cindy said like Technology gets her way of organization funds because she's need tech, but she doesn't understand it. Right.
2: Um,
0: And a lot of people out there like that. So for
2: those people, my system is really built for the lesser techie people. I've tried to keep it extremely simple. I've not added a lot of bells and whistles. Most of the lesser techie people will never touch my campaigns features. And I don't think they should Right, campaigns are a whole other world. If you want to get into sending email and letters and postcards and all that, I've got it all automated, it's easy to do, but there's real work there to figure out how to make it work and how to make it hum. Even if you're gonna go get MailChimp or Salesforce or anything else, CRM sending automated messages is is an investment of time. But if you're just managing a note portfolio and you're not super techie, my solution's great, it's done. You don't have to go create anything. It's fully functional and it's simple, right? And that's the key, I've purposely made it simple. Awesome.
0: cool. So we're gonna we're gonna be reaching out to Richard after this interview. Um, for those who want to know, we're reaching out to Richard and we're gonna see if we can get this special discount for those who are listening, see so if we can get a special in for the first month or so and see if we can help out and get you started with this because you may be unsure if this is for you or not. Um, right. And we're gonna see if we can work with Richard and see if we can get to for you guys. So got it. Richard, I appreciate you jumping out on a Friday afternoon with us. Hopefully, uh I know it's, so it's a little early in the morning for you, but I think mornings are our, our, our thing we're at. So
2: awesome.
0: uh, feel free to let us know if you have any questions, guys, reach out to us directly, shoot us an email. Um, you can reach out to Richard as well through the site and we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, very good. Thanks so much, Richard. Yeah, thanks for
2: having me on, guys. Really appreciate it.
1: You bet. All right.
3: This
0: stops. cool. Yeah, they want to propose the the sale thing but it, I figured some people wanted your information all stuff I figured you know what we'll see if we can get people
2: yeah should, I should have had an offer ready to go and yeah. think about it. I'm not I a salesman be- I'm an engineer. Yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out.
0: We'll figure it out in a minute. So I think you know for most people they're they're quite amazed with technology and they get pulled in so many different directions like what do I need and everyone's yeah. telling me it's something different. Um, I think getting people just started and trying things out is the key. Right. Yeah. Get into it. Um,
1: and I and like you really got that problem. basics there. Just like three, three notes for free. I think that's yeah. great just to get in yeah. and get started. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. No, absolutely no cost, no credit card, nothing. They just go in and sign That's up the big market. thing, right? Because yeah, it's that's
0: great. I don't even know if our system allows it, that the free, yes, it does. Yeah. And if you gotta give it a shot, see if you can log in with your business email, and you get a chance cause they supposedly fixed it. I don't know. Um, so we, you know, I think our system doesn't require a credit card until it's done Yeah, We had a problem we, when we moved over from the old database to new ones, anyone in the old one was having a problem, some kind of issue or whatever. So yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, you know, I, the more I, th- so I, I pulled on about, I don't know, 40 or 50 customers couple of months ago.